Hello and welcome to Empire Builders, the place for entrepreneurs, business owners and experts who want to build an epic empire. I'm Nick James and thanks for joining me here today. This episode is the live recording from the last live Expert Empires event in November 2019 and you're going to hear from Sam Raffling. She's going to share with you how you can generate incoming leads automatically for free using the power of LinkedIn. Ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome to the Expert Empire stage for the third time, I believe, Sam Raffling! Make some noise! Thank you. Good morning, expert empires. How are we all? Feeling a little bit rough today? Get your pen and paper ready because I am going to bring it this morning. So uh, first thing, you guys are going to need some uh, tips to participate in my session. So please make sure you have your Bluetooth on, on your phone. And if you don't already have it, obviously, put LinkedIn into your phone as well. Now, if you don't have a profile right now, don't do that right now because you'll get all mixed up in what you need to do. But if you are on LinkedIn, make sure you've got the app. My hashtag, where's Paul Coleman? Paul, thanks for the hashtag. My hashtag is hashtag or Sam. Uh, and uh, please also use hashtag expert empires if you're posting anything about my session. So show of hands. Who is currently on LinkedIn? Great. Now, uh, keep hands up, keep hands up. So, keep your hand up if you currently get business from LinkedIn. Wow. So, for those of you with your hand up, would you like more business from LinkedIn? And those of you that do not have your hand up right now, look around. Look how many people right now are getting business from LinkedIn. And my guess is they don't even know what they're doing. So I'm going to help you all, okay? So my session is going to be in two halves. The first half is going to be all about LinkedIn. The second half is going to be my story. Now, I'm a 10-year overnight success. This is my first ever presentation about LinkedIn in 2010. I've been doing this a long time. There are many people out there now that are claiming to be LinkedIn experts. Many of them have been with me for an hour and attended a lunch and learn session or something and then decide that they're going to go off and be a LinkedIn expert. I've probably invested about 30,000 hours on the platform. Personally, I'm self-taught. I joined LinkedIn in 2003. Yes, it is older than Facebook. 2003. Who's been on it since 2003? Hardly a couple of you, okay. Initially, I started out life as a recruiter, so I use LinkedIn in my job as a recruiter. So I learned how to use really advanced search techniques to find great talent and headhunt people. Then when I started my own recruitment agency with my dad, I had to get clients. So I was like, well, how can I use the techniques I've learned to find candidates to actually generate business as well? This is my third time speaking on stage at Expert Empires. So I'm really grateful for that opportunity, Nick. Thank you. Um, but the first time I ever attended an Expert Empires, I was at the one where Grant Cardone uh, was speaking. And I was sitting just where you are, and I looked at that stage, and I went, I'm going to be up there one day. 
And I set the goal of, a, of doing that by the end of this year. And actually, I've been up here three times now. So um, I'm super excited to be up here sharing my top tips. Now, you'll need your cameras for a few slides. I have three days' worth of content, and I've got an hour on stage. So it's going to go pretty fast, OK? I'll give you as much as I can in the time that I have. This is my eight social selling strategies as to how to get business from LinkedIn. This is the slide that you want to take a picture of. I'll give you 10 seconds, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. So I'm going to run through just three of them. But first, I want to share my big vision. My big mission is not for me to do a billion pounds in sales from LinkedIn, but for my customers and my clients and the people I teach. So make me a promise, if you leave this session and you get some business from LinkedIn from what I share with you, will you send me a message and tell me that you've done that? Because I'm tracking every single piece of business that we generate for our customers. Right now, in the last 18 months, we've generated 73.2 million pounds for the people that have learned those eight social selling strategies. Now, there's a big difference between being on LinkedIn and actually really effectively using it. So how many of you that are on it would say that you're really, truly, effectively using it? Look around the room. Hardly anybody. The good news is your competition isn't either. So if you get ahead of the game and you learn it, you can totally transform your business and lead generation. Now, there was a survey last year from HubSpot that said if you're not active on LinkedIn, you're missing out on 80% of your business-to-business -business leads, 80%. How many of you are business-to-business -business in the room, selling to businesses? And how many of you are selling to customers? Okay, you can get business on LinkedIn doing both, and there are different strategies for both. Just some stats for you. There are 645 plus million members on LinkedIn, two people joining every single second, and in the UK, we have one of the highest populations, percentage-wise, of people that are on this platform. 23 million users and profiles. Now, of those 645 million, only 3 million of them are actively creating content consistently. So if you are one of the people right now that's invisible on the platform, you have a profile, and suddenly you start creating content and putting stuff out there, you are literally going to be in the minority of people that are on the platform that are pushing out content into the newspaper. We'll talk about content later, but I find that staggering. 645 million people, but only 3 million of them are actually consistently putting content out. The key thing, though, is that your target market is there. I don't care what business you're in. I can help any single one of you to define your target market for the LinkedIn platform and help you to approach them, message them in the right way, and start conversations with people in your exact target market. Now, a few little tips for you. How many of you do training, workshops, speak on a stage, do anything where you're in the front of a room? Okay, this is a tip for you. Go to your phones, the LinkedIn app. In the search bar, there's a tiny squiggly square. I don't know any other way to describe it, but you've probably never noticed it before. Click on that squiggly thing that's circled in the red box. Everybody done it? and point your phone at the screen. It should take you to my LinkedIn profile. 
It depends on your angle. Some of you in the middle, it might not quite work, but I'll do it a different way in a second if you don't get it. So if ever you're in front of a room and you want to connect with the audience, you're never going to get to everybody one-to-one -one on a stage. I would love to talk to you all individually, and I'm around all day, so come and see me. But the point here is, is that if anyone's seen you speak or you've been in front of a room and then they're connected to you on LinkedIn, as Carrie was saying yesterday, those people are likely to be a bit more of a fan than somebody that's never seen you in person. So they are more likely to engage with your content. And after the event, when you post about the event, as I will do today, each one of you is now connected to me on LinkedIn. So I'll post later on today with a question saying, if you were in my session today, what was the number one thing that you took away? And what will you guys do? Answer the question. That's how you get engagement on LinkedIn. Ask a question, people answer. If your content doesn't use questions at the moment, start using questions because people will answer. If it's a nice, easy question. You guys, if I said to you, what's the number one thing, you'll have something by the end of this hour session. But this is a really good little tip. So we're now going to connect the room. How many of you would like another 300 plus connections on LinkedIn right now? Great. Let's do it. So uh, go back into your LinkedIn app, and this time, there, go into the home page, and you'll see five icons along the bottom of the app. You'll see the home with a house, and then next to that, you'll see an icon which has got two little people's heads. Click on the two little people's heads, and you will start to see everybody's LinkedIn profile in this room popping up in a big list. If you click the plus, you will be connected to them on LinkedIn. If you have a message button, it means that you are already connected. And if you see a tick, it means they got to you first, so just click the tick. So work your way through the list. The reception in this room is not the best. And some of you, about 10% of people don't have this feature. So go down the list and accept the people who are in the room. Now, as you do this, you may not realize that when you add one person on LinkedIn, you're not just adding one person. How many of you just connected with me or just added me today? I've got 16,500 first-degree connections on LinkedIn. All of them just became second-degree connections for you. So you just literally connected with the people in this room, but your extended second-degree network literally just grew by hundreds of thousands of people. So when you start to use LinkedIn to target your target market, it's really important that you understand that you're not just adding one person. So quite often people will say to me, well, should I accept anybody that asks me to connect? Now, they may not be your ideal target market, but guess what? They've probably got your ideal target market in their network. So don't always look at the person that's asking to add you and think, should I connect or not? Because their network could be highly valuable to you. It might take a while to get through this, guys, but I do want you to also pay attention to my session. So um, I shall do as many of you. Now, this doesn't work, by the way. You can't just walk into Wembley Stadium and put Fine Nearby on, because they also have to be in this uh, particular one. So you can't just walk into a football stadium and suddenly collect 30,000 connections. Everybody in the room needs to be um, on this particular page. The, the moment you leave this, this page, you disappear from the list, OK? So just keep it open for about 60 seconds so that we get everybody enough time to go through the list. OK, pretty cool, right? Who just like doubled their connections on LinkedIn in like 30 seconds? Yeah, it's awesome. OK, so let's talk about the key principles, my first one of my social selling strategies. This is how you build your brand on LinkedIn. Visibility plus credibility 
equals opportunity. Visibility plus credibility equals opportunity. Now, if right now you're on LinkedIn, but you never post, you're invisible. If you have a profile, but it doesn't have any keywords to get you found, you're invisible. If you have no photograph right now, you're invisible. So first, you've got to get visible, but then you need to build trust by getting people to know, like, and trust you through great content. And those two things combined will lead you to opportunities. The challenge, though, with LinkedIn is that, unfortunately, there are some of these people on the platform. They are the cheaters, the hunters, the ones who see LinkedIn as this place where they can just pitch everybody. How many of you have ever had a LinkedIn connection request and within seconds, it happens all the time, right? A horrible sales pitch lands in your inbox. It's horrendous. That is not the way to do LinkedIn, folks. I'm going to teach you the right way to do LinkedIn. What I'm going to teach you to do is to be a spider in a web where you attract people towards you. This is inbound lead generation. You should be putting out great content and people will message you saying, I want to work with you. Where's Julian? Is Julian in the room? Julian Language School, Julian? I can't see, I have lights. So J Julian came to my stand yesterday, he said, Sam, I don't believe it. He said, I run an English uh, a language school with 38 languages, and whilst I've been sitting in this room in Expert Empires, three people have messaged me wanting to do business with me. I don't even know what I'm doing on LinkedIn. And one of them has got 100 cleaners that they want to teach them how to speak English better. Like, that's a huge contract for him. He's like looking at his phone going, I don't believe it. Like, that's what happens. When you have a great profile, you put out great content, and build a network with your target market, people will come to you. How many of you would not, have to, not like to have to work hard to get people into your client base? Yeah. I receive 400 inbound leads a month. I have someone permanently looking after my LinkedIn inbox that we get so many inquiries coming through. I spend zero money on advertising. Nothing. Not one penny. And I have a multi six-figure business, and I spend no money on advertising. So I'm going to talk about something called social selling. And for me, the social selling is the art of selling without selling. It's selling through relationships online. This is where you build trust and credibility so that when somebody is in a position and wants to buy your products and services, they think of you first because you've built your brand and your expertise to a level where people are coming to you. And they think of you first because you're the one that they've got to know in the newsfeed. People are following you guys. You have no idea who's watching you right now. And many of them won't even engage in your content, but they're watching. And at some point in the future, they're gonna reach out when the time is right. So let's talk about what to measure. You all have a score out of 100 points as to how effectively you're using LinkedIn right now, and most of you have no idea that this exists. This is called a social selling index, and it will give you a really clear indication as to what you're doing well and what you could improve upon. Would you like to know what your score is? Great, can we have a bit of a louder yes, please? Yes, thank you. So you need to come out of LinkedIn and go into wherever you would normally go to the internet. So Google, Safari, Chrome, whatever you use on your phone. Go to linkedin.com forward slash sales forward slash SSI. It does need to be in lowercase, and you may need to put your password in. If you don't know it, do it after my session. linkedin.com forward slash sales forward slash SSI.
So let me talk you through it. There are four categories. The orange part of your profile, they're all weighted 25 points. The orange part is building and establishing your professional brand. This is to do with how complete your profile is and what kind of content you're putting out. If you want to be the go-to expert in your niche, you need to make sure that your orange score is way up there. The purple one is called find the right people. So this is where LinkedIn is looking at who are you proactively adding into your network. So if you're just randomly waiting for people to add you and just accepting anybody, that's not proactive, that's reactive. Proactive is where you're actively prospecting every day people in your target market who are your ideal client. I'll teach you how to do it, but that's what that one means. The red one is called Engage with Insights. Now, how many of you are on Facebook? You know when you do all that liking and commenting, and yeah, that's engagement. All you need to do is do what you do on Facebook, on other people's posts, on LinkedIn. Start conversations, comment underneath other people's posts. That's all about engagement. There are some other things that feature in this one, but you'd need to be on the premium version of LinkedIn, which is Engaging with Insights is also what kind of research you're doing on companies too. Everything I'm going to teach you is on the free version of LinkedIn, by the way. Do not go paying LinkedIn a penny unless you are in a 100% business development sales role or you've got to grips with the free version first. So start making money from LinkedIn on the free version and then decide if you want to upgrade. But it's like a Formula One Ferrari car. You just, if you try and upgrade and then you don't know how to drive it, it's not going to work for you. Um, I'll go back. The overall score, the big number, if you are at 75 plus, you're doing a pretty good job. If you're under 50 right now, which I'm expecting majority of the room, don't panic because the good news is, is that it's really quick and easy to build this up over time. Within about three months, if you're under 50, if you do what I tell you to do and implement what I teach, then you can easily be looking to get yourself into the 70s. So if you're in the 20s and 30s, it will go really quick. If you're already in the 60s, it will be much harder, okay? There is also an industry ranking so that you'll see at the top there, it says top 1%. Don't be excited if that number's big. You need to be in the top 1%, not 89%, got it? So you ideally want to be in the top 1% of your industry because that basically says that you're killing it ahead of everybody else that says on LinkedIn that they're in the same industry as you, okay? So if you say you're in professional coaching and training, then that's comparing your SSI score to everybody else that also has that industry on their profile. The other one is less relevant. It's your network connection, so your first-degree network and where you compare to your other first-degree connections. Now, I'm not going to even bother you teaching you anything about LinkedIn unless you know who exactly you want to target. And other speakers have said this, but I'm going to give you a framework to get your exact target market for LinkedIn nailed. Because if you don't know who you're targeting, don't bother creating content. Your profile will not speak to them. And the messages that you send out will not relate. Because if you're selling everything to everyone, you're selling to no one. So here's my ideal client framework. Are you ready? This is another one to take a picture of. Get your cameras ready. The I stands for industry. What industry, vertical, or sector do you want to target? Get really clear on that. You heard Ian yesterday going, I'm the guy to go to if you own an IT business. That's the 
specific industry that he's focused on. Gordon focuses specifically on martial arts school owners. Right, so get really clear on who you want within LinkedIn. It might be different in other platforms, but specifically within LinkedIn. The D stands for demographic. So what size is this business? Do you want to be talking to CEOs of um, companies that have over 1,000 staff? Or do you want to be talking to individual managing directors, business owners of SMEs? Who, what kind of size are they? What kind of staff do they have? How much revenue does that business generate? The E is experience. The great thing about LinkedIn is that the job titles and the professions of everyone you could possibly want to target are there. Do you want HR, finance, C-suite executives? Who do you want to talk to? The attributes of the company are more like their values and their culture. So think about that. Who do you actually want to work with? Do you want to work with fun businesses that are like you? Or do you want to work with traditional, slow-moving, slow-paced businesses? And the final one is the location. Do you want to get clients anywhere? I'm sure majority of you would be like, give me a client anywhere. But wouldn't it be much easier if you could target specifically just in the city or town that you live in and just pick up all the prospects that are literally on your doorstep that are under your nose right now? So think about that. Write those down. Take a picture of that. I really want you to think about your ideal target market. If you're stuck, come and see me on the stand. I'll help you nail it, okay? But you have to get clear on this before you even start attempting anything on LinkedIn. Let's talk about profile. So there are 15 different things you need to think about on your profile. Get your cameras ready. I do not have time to go through all of them, but I'll put them on screen. Before I do that, oh, you're not ready yet. 57% of buyers have made a decision about whether or not they're going to buy from you before you step into that meeting. Who here does research on other people before they meet them? Everyone. They're going to check you out on LinkedIn. They're going to Google your name and guess what comes up first before your website, by the way? You spent all this money and time building your website. Guess what comes up first? Your LinkedIn profile. Think about the ideal target market and maybe go have a look at your profile right now on your phone. Would you buy from you today? if you landed on your LinkedIn profile? I should probably have asked permission to make you feel a little bit uncomfortable at this point. So let's talk about the 15 elements. Your name, your professional headline. Most of you will have name, job title, company. Now, many of you will have a company name that doesn't actually have the keywords as to what you actually do. Anyone got that? You've created a business that has a name that's nothing to do with the keywords of what you actually do. So if you have job title at company as your headline, you're zero keywords in your headline. And your headline is one of the most keyword-rich places to put keywords to get you found. I'll show you what these all are in a second. Now, how many of you have a horrible blue aqua green banner yeah, it's lovely, isn't it? It's the standard LinkedIn one. I'll show you in a second. That's prime real estate. Visibility. Someone hits your profile, and there's this horrible big blue banner up there that LinkedIn gave you. How about putting a nice, creative, visual representation of what you do that builds your credibility? You have something called an about section, which is 2,000 characters about how brilliant you are. Again, most people write it about themselves, and they don't focus on their customer. Your profile needs to speak directly to that target market, that ideal client that you just wrote down. Keywords. Did you know that you can rank number one on Google by having an optimized LinkedIn profile? 
If you type, I'm not asking you to do it now, but if you type LinkedIn Expert UK into Google, there are 280 million results come up. Guess who's number one? You can get ranked highly on Google by just having the right keywords on your LinkedIn profile. Now, you can also have media links. So how many of you use video? Like Dave was talking about YouTube yesterday. So if you've got YouTube videos, customer testimonials, PDFs, case studies, all of this stuff can actually sit within your profile. I'll show you where in a second. The other important things are things like skills and endorsements, and the final one is recommendations. So those are the 15. Take a picture of the 15. I'll run you through a couple of them. Okay. So this is what a LinkedIn header image should look like. A, this stage has got a gap in it, by the way. So if I go down, I'm in five-inch heels. I apologize if I fall off the stage. Right. Um, so uh, this is what your LinkedIn profile should look like. A credibility-building header image, a great photograph, get a professional headshot done, and your LinkedIn professional headline is the bit that's under your name. It follows you around everywhere. Then you've got your about section. This needs to be all about who you help, how you help them, all about the client. If you want a good example, guess what? Go check my profile out. What are the pain points of the customers that you have and that you solve? What problems do you solve for them? And if you look at the bottom, there are a series of media links, PDFs, links to other things, YouTube links, etc. This is the only place where it's okay to put a link to YouTube. LinkedIn doesn't like links externally on content, but this is the only place where it works. Here and on an article, that's the only time you'd use it. I'll teach you how to do it separately. I've got podcast interviews. So if you've ever been interviewed for a podcast, stick that underneath. All the media links should build your credibility. Then you have your work experience section. Again, you can pack that full of keywords. You can share more information. And again, you've got the opportunity to share more media links underneath. If you wear more than one hat right now and you have multiple businesses, you literally just have multiple sections in your work experience. You do not need multiple LinkedIn profiles for every single business that you run. So you have your about section, which would be the main thing that you do, and underneath you'd have individual work experiences. Now let's talk about recommendations. How many of you have ever received a LinkedIn recommendation out of the blue, but you didn't ask for it? How does it feel? Amazing, awesome, exactly. It feels amazing, right, when you receive an out-of-the-blue recommendation, so why aren't you giving them? Don't ask for recommendations, give them. When you give, you receive. Recommendations are social proof that you're brilliant at what you do. If you've got the most amazing profile, but yet no one's recommended you, Become the most recommended version of you in your industry. Go and set a goal as to how many recommendations you want to be have on your profile. I have 209 recommendations on my LinkedIn profile. I win business on the sheer amount of recommendations. I reference it in my profile. I say, keep scrolling for 205 plus LinkedIn recommendations. My goal is to get to 1,000, by the way, so if any of you feel like giving a recommendation, I'd be quite happy with that. How much money are you leaving on the table right now because your LinkedIn profile does not do you justice? So, we're going to talk now about prospecting and building your network. 
I've been networking since I was five years old. Oh, oh, I've even had a name badge on, look. My dad, who's actually in the room, say hi to dad. Wave to dad in the back there. Hi, daddy. Uh, my biggest fan, he's my super fan. Um, so my dad was a bank manager, so, and he was really good at his job. So every 12 to 18 months, he got promoted or moved a different branch. And guess what I had to do? At school, what did I have to do every 12 to 18 months? Make new friends. Right now, all of you have made friends in this room at this event, because you always will. It's an amazing event. So I've been turning strangers into friends since I was this high. All you need to do on LinkedIn, guys, is turn strangers into friends. There are profile after profile after profile out there of people that you need to build a relationship with, not sell to, build a relationship with. Just turn strangers into friends, it's easy. People say to me, should I accept a connection request? I'm like, if someone walked up to you in an event, if someone asks you to connect and you get a connection request, it's like someone coming up to you, putting their hand out to say hello, and you just go like this. You never know why they want to connect with you. What if they actually want to do business with you? So don't have this rule of, I only connect with people I know. Like, why would you do that? I'm not saying connect with everyone. Check their profile, see how many connections they've got, read a little bit about them, and if you like the look of them, add them. And if you're not sure, maybe ask them in a message before you connect, what was the reason that you wanted to connect with me today? I have 16,135 connections before stepping on stage. It's probably a little bit higher than that now. But the point here is that I said it before. <clears throat> when you connect with someone, you're not just adding one person. You just added me. All of these people just became second-degree connections for you. And all of their networks just became third-degree connections for you. I'm going to teach you in a second how to prospect in your second-degree network. The bigger your first-degree network, the larger your extended network, the higher chance that your target market is going to be there. I teach something called Boolean search. I don't have a lot of time to teach it today, but I'm going to run a video on screen as to how you can get much better targeted results on LinkedIn. So if you were searching for a managing director, most people go into LinkedIn and type in, what? Managing director and they probably put a location and they hit search. Now, the problem with that is when you search on LinkedIn and you do that, it's now looking for every profile with the word managing, every profile with the word director, and every profile with the town that you put in. It's going to give you thousands of results you have to wade through over hours and hours, and maybe you might find the odd prospect that's decent. Boolean search uses something called um, five syntaxes, and if you want to learn more about it, there's an article that I wrote on my LinkedIn profile, so just write down Boolean search, Go to my profile after the event and read up on Boolean search. I'm going to run a video that shows you how to get better targeted results. So you go to the search bar, and everybody do this for me. You use quotation marks around every phrase. Do this. Everybody do this. Managing director or CEO or chief executive officer or MD. This is how you would search for a business owner. You hit search, and there will be millions of results that come up because it's a global search. So it's running a search at the minute with speech marks around every key phrase you want. So you could replace that with whichever target market you have. Now, that's showing me 11.49 million results. It's a lot of work to get through. But look at the top. There are some filters. What about location? Let's look in London, shall we? 
I've gone second degree because those are the people you already have mutual connections with. It's much easier to prospect at second degree. Now we're choosing London, and look how many people it shows up now. We've gone from 11 million down to 21,000. But what about if we went industry specific? Maybe we went for marketing and advertising. Look how many now. We've gone from 11.9 million to just 2,000 people, and they're all in your exact target market, if you were searching for those types of people. That's what the power of Boolean search is. It doesn't just work on LinkedIn, it works in other platforms too, like Google searches, for example. Final thing is content, okay? Content is king. How many have heard that said? I have a slightly different view on the world, given that I am a LinkedIn queen. And I say, connection is queen. There is no point in putting content out there if it does not connect with your ideal target market. Forget everybody else, focus on putting content out there that connects. And the key thing is engagement. There are 12 themes that I can give you for content. Chris talked about some of them in his Instagram presentation yesterday, for example, documenting. But I've got 12 themes for content. Take a picture of this slide. Educational, you all have massive amounts of expertise and knowledge. Gratitude, thank somebody in your network, tag them in a post. Documentary, we've covered that a lot over these two days. I'm sure Rob will talk about that too. Controversial, lob a grenade into the newsfeed and blow up and divide some opinion. Ask a question, I recommend doing that on nearly every post, by the way. Social proof, have you ever had a gift from a client, a thank you card, a recommendation, a review somewhere else? Post it. It's social proof. What about inspirational posts, motivational posts? News updates about your business. I love this one. Share your wins and your successes. I'll show you an example in a second. What you've learned and what about your personal story? Now, this is a post I did when I won an opportunity to go see a corporate client. I'm transitioning myself mega into the corporate side of things. I went to a meeting on the 2nd of January and my post said, an explosive start to 2019. Spent the day in Manchester with a client who wants me to train 100 salespeople in 23 countries and speak in Barcelona. How was your first day back? Now, if I hadn't said, how was your first day back, this post would not have flown. The fact that I said on the 2nd of January, how was your first day back? Massive amounts of engagement, 140,000 views on this post, seven corporate leads for other clients that want to work with me because I said B2B lead generation is high on their agenda, pain point. I didn't even say who the client was. I hadn't even won the business yet. This was the first meeting. It took me two more months to close it, but I didn't care if I won it because I got seven more leads off this post. This is Andy Gallimore, he's a masterminder, and he's a culture expert. He posted in my uh, LinkedIn community a win that he had. He shared, he got his two kids, Oscar and Holly, um, to draw happy bunnies and unhappy bunnies, because he helps people be happy in the workplace. So Holly drew uh, a picture of all the gray clouds, and Oscar drew a happy picture. He posted about the pain points he'd been solving for a hospital in Manchester. Within two hours, the third biggest insurance company in the UK messaged him directly and said, Andy, we've got a culture exploration project. It was an initial 10K piece of business. It took two hours for that lead to hit his inbox. This is Tracy Miller, 
Tracy is a client of mine. She's been working with us for over 15 months now. We do all her outsourced lead generation, but I also teach her to do her own content. We don't do content for people because we believe that you should be documenting your own journey, not outsourcing that to a social media company. Right? You know what you're doing every day, not them. And most of them don't get LinkedIn, by the way. But Tracy's been posting great content. This post drove her three leads, and one of them went to her discovery day, and they became a client. And so far to date, we've helped her close six mastermind clients at 800 pounds a month for a year. That's about 60 grand's worth of business just by doing LinkedIn. She's getting leads every single week into her inbox. I get leads every single day into my inbox. How many of you would like to have an inbox like this? Every day, nonstop, all the time, day and night, 24-7. LinkedIn, you are networking every single hour, 24-7, 365 days a year. Even when you're sleeping or when you're on holiday, you're networking. Let's talk about some success stories. This is Marcus. He's a sales expert, 203,000 pounds since January this year. This is one of my best friends, Carla Gary. Now, let me tell you where Carla was before she trained with me. Her SSI was 18. She had 164 connections. She's now at nearly 30,000 connections. She gets five to 10 inbound leads a week. She never has to look for business. And right now, she's at 743,000 pounds in closed business for her catering business. She's also got a million pound tender off of an inbound lead, which is not closed yet but she's down to the last two. And this is Nicholas Jones, my business partner. He's in the room, and he'll be on the stand later. Nick attended my masterclass in 2018, 14th of February. He was not a business partner at that point. He was running his own consulting business. It was Valentine's Day. I had roses and chocolates for everyone. And he was a complete dinosaur when it comes to anything social media. He didn't believe it. He was a complete skeptic, sat with his arms folded for the whole of the first day implemented 15 minutes a day, my strategy, first three months, 1.36 million in closed business. Those projects have now gone on to be in excess of 60 million. If you want to know how he did that, he's on the stand, go see him. Now, share with the person next to you one thing that you took away from my session on LinkedIn, and then I'm going to tell my story. Share with the person next to you, 20 seconds. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Okay, guys, I've got 25 minutes left to share my story. My story, if you hadn't already guessed, is today around the theme of the butterfly and metamorphosis. Some of you guys right now are at a life stage where your business is maybe embryonic, it's just starting. Some of you might be a caterpillar, and I'll explain what that means in a second. Some of you might be in a cocoon and in a really not good place. And some of you might be starting to emerge as butterflies. My whole presentation was inspired by my grandma. She passed away 10 years ago. But every time we see a butterfly, me and my kids, that's how we have her memory live on. This is my granddad. He's 95 now, but he doesn't have long left. He's really sick. 
There's a picture up there of my sister, and she lives in Australia. And I haven't seen her for two and a half years, and she just showed up outside, and she's over there. <laughs> Stand up! Stand up! I knew I was going to lose it at this point. Kirsty, my baby sister, I haven't seen her for two and a half years. Her nephew, my nephews are here as well. She told me she couldn't make it because she's jet lagged and the kids. And then she jumped out on me right in the corridor right before I stepped on stage. Um, so my whole thing, this is dedicated to my nan um, and of course to my amazing granddad. So let's look at the stages of my business when I was just starting out, when I was just a little egg. I moved back to the UK in 2016, having not been in the country for about 13 years. We were really financially strapped to the point where we couldn't even afford to get the furniture out of our storage facility. For six weeks, me and the kids and my other half lived in a house with no furniture. We ended up having to borrow the money just to get the furniture out. That little desk there cost £17.99 from B&M and is where I started my expert business. I put in the work, guys. I got in front of as many audiences as I could get in front of. Even if there were only eight people showing up for an event, I networked, I spoke everywhere. I just got my brand out there. I needed to, right? I'll tell you where I was in the beginning just to give this some context. I was selling one product, it was a masterclass for one day. It cost 147 pounds, and I couldn't put more than 20 people in a room because they're all on laptops, and I can't put more than 20 people in a room, it's too many people. I had no upsell. My in-house training for a corporate, my day rate, I'd go in and tell them it was 1,000 pounds, and they go, and I go, all right, then I'll do it for 750. One client in Nottingham who did that to me, and I charged them 750 pounds, went on in the first three months to generate 830,000 pounds worth of business, and I charged him 750 quid. I was doing everything myself. Anyone familiar with that? Yep. I was working 17 to 20 hours a day, seven days a week. I had zero consistency in my cash flow and it was just a nightmare. I was earning, on average, 3K a month in the business, but some months it would be less than that, some months it would be higher, and there was no predictability whatsoever. So I decided to become a hungry caterpillar. These are all the books I've chomped through in the last year, and before that, every single month, I go through at least four books, I listen to podcasts. Carrie was sharing this with you yesterday, guys. She was like, I just surrounded myself with success. I was lucky to be mentored in a previous life by a guy called John C. Maxwell. He says that a growth environment is a place where, and there are 10 things, take a picture of this slide. You need to put yourself in a growth environment where others are ahead of you. You're continually challenged. Your focus is forward. The atmosphere is affirming. You're often out of your comfort zone. Yeah, familiar with that one. You wake up excited. Failure is not your enemy. Remember that one. Failure is not your enemy. Others are growing. 
People desire change and growth and, can't even read it, growth is modeled and expected. He wrote this in 1976. I have this laminated. You've got to put yourself in a growth environment, and that's what hungry caterpillars do. I was told by a business coach seven years ago to go for seven days with no media. It's seven years later. I don't listen to the, I don't watch the news. I don't read the newspaper. I don't listen to the radio. It's negativity all the time. Now, do I know what's going on? Of course, because people tell you stuff, but I intentionally choose not to let it into my world. My kids have never seen a news program. The only time is when they put blooming news round on in school, and I'm like, stop doing that. Don't infect my children with negativity. I worked with a business coach, got myself as a hungry caterpillar up to 8K a month. The 22nd of March, I met this guy. Anyone know him? I didn't even know who Nick James was. I signed up to the Expert Empires event because I love Grant Cardone. I was like, read all his books. I was like, yes, I had no idea who this blooming Nick James was. Anyway, so Nick sent an email out. And before the event, he does a few emails, doesn't he? Um, <laughs> and it said, I'm looking for a handful of companies or experts that are already at six figures that are looking to get to the next level. And I thought, well, that's me. And he invited me for a discovery day. I went along, I met Nick, and needs to say, I was like, right, this is the person that can help me. I've got myself around other people. My mastermind family are just amazing. So give it up for the masterminders, everybody. When I first went in, I was like, oh my God, these people are all doing so much better than me. And I got really in my head, like I was comparing myself to other people. Do not compare yourself to anyone else. They are all on a different journey. Every single one of us is at a different life stage in that cycle. So never look at someone and compare yourself because if you do that, it will screw you up here. You're all on your same, or you're all on different journeys. I want to give a big shout out to my brother that I never had, Gordon Bertram. Where are you? Give a, sh give a shout out to Gordon. Honestly, like I, I met one of my best friends in the whole world through this, and thank you, Nick, because we would never have met without this, and he's absolutely amazing, and I want to say a big thank you to Gordon, because he was a massive inspiration to me when I first came into Mastermind, and we've just become amazing friends ever since. I've got myself around great mentors. I'm learning all the time, all the time. Every opportunity you get, big shout out to Ryan Pinnock, everyone. I've been on Ryan's session, it's flipping awesome. So like, if you have not yet booked with Ryan, like, it is life-changing. So let's look at where I moved to. So I met Nick, and obviously he told you earlier, he just went, you need to dominate LinkedIn, Sam. He's like, your pricing's all wrong, like, let's get it sorted. I started doing masterclasses at 497, I moved it to a two-day event. I also created an outsourced done-for-you solution, so I had an upsell for people that I trained to say, look, I can help you and prospect for you. I, start, I doubled my rates, 750 to 1500, pretty proud of myself about that. Um, I started to build a team, I got myself a virtual assistant. I was still working 17 to 20 hours a day, seven days a week, but at least I had some consistency and I attracted an investor into my business. He was like, we're going to grow the business, we're going to scale it. And he was exactly the person I thought was going to help me to take it to the next level. We did. So from May, which is when he came on board, when I was doing 8K a month, I got my first 30K month in August last year. Now, 
you probably agree that business is a little bit up and down. So let me tell you what happened. The 23rd of September, that investor did a hostile takeover and took my entire business away from me. I lost everything I'd built. My clients, my team, my IP, everything I'd built that you've just heard me share, he pushed me out of my own business. I lost everything. He starved me of cash for two months. He bullied me. He blackmailed me. And it was one of the darkest, darkest places in my career to date. We're all going to face adversity, guys. We're all going to face challenges. But it's not about what happens to you, it's how you respond. I had two choices at that point. I could curl myself up into a cocoon, be motionless, be still, put a protective layer around myself, or I could walk into Nick James's office and say, what the fuck am I going to do? He said, Sam, there's one thing he doesn't have. It's you. You see, when you build your personal brand, it doesn't matter because people come to me. He doesn't have me, but I now know that it was the best thing that ever happened to me because, boy, did I get a kick up the backside. Nick said, get out of my office, go build it again, bigger, faster, stronger, and you could absolutely kill this, Sam. <laughs> Remember, guys, failure is not your enemy. Failure is not your enemy. Focus forward. So what did I do? I focused on my why. These are my beautiful children, Oscar, Maya, and Liliana. They sent me the most amazing message this morning when I was having my makeup done, and it nearly all went down my face. Um, <laughs> I just literally, like, I was like, this is why I'm doing this. Like, I have, this is what I'm building. I'm building a legacy for my children. I created my vision board for 2019. It's right here. I have this on my desk, I see it every day. And 80% of that board is already complete. I will get the others. I focus on gratitude. I've forgiven the guy that did that to me, but I focus on gratitude every day. I do the Miracle Morning every day. If you've never heard of Miracle Morning, go check it out. It's flipping awesome. There's a Miracle Morning fans in the room. And I surround myself with great messages. This is what's in my bedroom, and I see it every morning when I wake up. Don't give up. Great things take time. We attract what we're ready for. When life gets blurry, adjust your focus. And remember, it's you versus you. Just make sure you win. So let's look at where I am now, shall we? The butterfly. I used to take my kids to this river and feed the ducks with them. And I'd look at this beautiful building, and it's literally down the road from my house, and I go, one day, I want an office in that building. Guess where my office now is? In that building. That's where I now run all of my masterclasses, my workshops. I have the most amazing, incredible, it's in a 200-year-old paper mill. It's beautiful. How many of you have been in there? I know quite a few of you have been in. Yeah, hands up. It's an absolutely incredible facility. I have an incredible team, Team LIB. Give it up for Jake and Nick in the room, please, everyone. 
So Andy Gallimore, who I told you earlier, worked with us on our culture. If you're going to build a really big, successful business, you've got to get the culture right. Seriously Fun Business, have this nailed. Nick focuses on building an amazing team with great culture. That's what I do. I model that. I now work with amazing corporate clients. I set up the new business on the 17th of December last year, after all of the other crap that I went through. 18th of December, inbound lead on LinkedIn. Hi, Sam. I'm the commercial director for Brother. You remember that post I told you about, the company that wanted me to train 100 people in 23 countries? Guess what? I closed the contract. 200K they've spent with us this year. I'm closing multi-six-figure deals with corporates. Inbound lead. And here's the thing. You know, I told you earlier that like when you have like a first degree network, when you post content, it's not just your first degree connections that see it. The reason they contacted me is because one of my first degree connections was liking and commenting on my posts. They were, I wasn't even connected to brother. Brother was in the extended network and internally someone said, do you know someone that can speak at our conference on LinkedIn? And the UK sales manager went, well, my friend Matthew, keeps liking and commenting on this woman Sam's post, we should probably be talking to her. Brother wasn't even in my first or second degree network. That's the power of LinkedIn. I've been all over Europe for them this year. I've been to multiple countries. It's been an amazing experience. And that's me living my dream. I want to travel internationally. I want to speak all over the world. They're now talking about sending me to Asia Pacific and New Zealand and Australia. Great, I can see my sisters, right? But it's amazing and now I'm getting opportunities at the corporate level. So I, yes, I'm still doing work in the SME and expert world, but I'm transitioning and metamorphosizing myself to not just become the LinkedIn expert, but the one that corporates pay a fortune to go in and train their teams. This is me speaking in Milan, inbound lead. Hi, Sam, I'm Valentina. I've been following you for four years. She had never once commented or liked anything. I'd like to invite you to be our LinkedIn expert at the Marketing Business Summit in Milan. How's your diary looking for this date? Oh, let me just check that. <laughs> Inbound leads, so exciting. I also decided that if I wanted to boost my credibility and my expertise, we talked about it yesterday, you heard Nick saying that there is no coincidence the word authority has author in it. Somebody asked me yesterday, how long did it take you to write it, Sam? A couple of years. I said, well, I started it in June and it was done by July. Get it done, just do it. Do you wanna know what I now charge? My one day workshops, which is get your LinkedIn profile sorted, are 397. My masterclass I used to sell for 147 is 10X that now, it's 1497. Pipeline Pro, which is our outsource solution, people come, and come to us and they outsource their prospecting on a minimum 12-month contract. So I have consistent revenue, recurring revenue. I already know next year that there's at least 300,000 coming in from outsourced revenue. Guess what? That doesn't need me. It's the team that do that. I'm scaling my business. I'm the face, but I've got a business that can scale to multiple millions now. My in-house training that I used to do for 750 pounds, guess what corporates pay me now? 20 grand a day. And I don't even flinch when I tell them. I am quite okay being the most expensive version of me. I have a team of seven, it's growing. I'm now only working six to eight hours a day. It's flipping amazing. 
I've got complete consistency in my business and I have a profitable, stable business. You guys want to know how much I've done since the 1st of January? I'm not going to tell you yet. So there are four cycles. Some of you will be the little egg right now. Some of you will be the hungry caterpillar. You're all here, right? You're hungry caterpillars. You came to learn. Some of you might be in a dark place at the moment. It's okay not to be okay, guys. Ask for help. All of us are willing to help you. Come and see any of us. Come and see the team. Talk to Nick's team. Talk to any of the masterminders. We'll help you. And some of you might be emerging as butterflies. But did you know that when butterflies first come out the cocoon, that they can't fly? They have to pump their wings full of fluid first before they can fly. So just because you're a butterfly doesn't mean you're flying yet. I've been doing quite a lot of research on butterflies these last few weeks, so I'm going to share a few little insights. I love this one. Without adversity, the butterfly would never have the strength to achieve its destiny. It would never develop the strength to become something extraordinary. You've got to have adversity, guys. You've got to go through it. But you've got to stand up and get up again. Fall down, get up again. Fall down, get up again. Fall down seven times, get up eight. Doesn't matter what gets thrown at, you've got to. Everyone's like a butterfly. They start out a bit ugly and awkward, and then they morph into this beautiful, graceful butterfly that everyone loves. There's a great quote from Maya Angelou. We delight in the beauty of the butterfly, but we rarely admit the changes it has gone through to achieve that beauty. You can look at somebody on this stage and compare yourself to them, but you don't know what they've gone through to get there. There's also something called the butterfly effect. It is said that a butterfly flapping its wings in one part of the world can cause a tornado in Texas. A flock of butterflies is called a flutter. The impact of every one of you becoming the best version of yourself and breaking out of that cocoon and becoming the butterfly that you were destined to be, we can create a butterfly effect and a ripple impact on so many lives. My final fact about butterflies. Did you know that butterflies can't even see their own wings? They have no idea how amazing they are. I know how amazing every single one of you is. They cannot see their own wings. You can't see your own wings. You don't know how special you are. But we all see it around you. I want you to put that butterfly somewhere where you see it every day. Every time you're feeling like you want to give up, I want you to look at that butterfly and know that you can't see your own wings, but you're amazing, you're special, and you have it within you to become the best version of yourself. You are amazing. You just don't know it. But if only you could get out of your own head and become the butterfly that you were destined to be. Has everybody got their butterfly? Hold it in your hand. Put it somewhere safe. And every time you feel like you can't carry on or you want to give up, I want you to remember this moment. And I want you to remember that you're absolutely amazing and you can all become the butterflies that you were destined to be. As I come off the stage, I'm going to share with you where my butterfly business has metamorphosized into. You know what happened to me on the 23rd of September? 
The business started officially on the 1st of January this year. You ready? Closed sales orders, £677,026 this year. No, I need the other slide. I need the other slide. Is it gone? There's one more slide, guys. Guys, you've been amazing. I'm Sam Rattling, and if you're not linked in, you're totally linked out. Okay, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening to Empire Builders. Please subscribe, leave us a review on Apple, on Spotify, on other platforms, and uh, share the love, tell your friends. Remember, till next time, the more you connect, the more you collect.